0: modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. hi donald
1: holy cow did you peloton i did and it's like euphoric right now i oh know my you feel gosh. good right it feels good but it's also like scary like when you pu- i push my body man i got my heart rate up to 180 something you know what oh, i mean you have
0: a heart rate monitor
1: oh you have oh, Apple yeah. watch? i have the heart rate monitor and i got my heart rate up to 180 something and i was like how long can i sustain this and I did it for like two minutes. Good.
0: You feel good, right?
1: Excuse me. My body's making noises. <laughs> creaking. It's like, it's not just creaking, like gas is coming out of me. Like all <laughs> things are happening with my body. Yeah. Because of this, because of Peloton. So who'd you, who'd you use, Cody or uh, somebody
0: else? Who do you think I use, Zach? You're very loyal to Cody.
1: Because he knows what he's doing. He knows how to get me there, make me laugh. Yeah, he makes but me work laugh. really, 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 really hard. I always thinking I mean? one of
0: the cool things about a trainer that makes you laugh is that you forget that you're doing what you're doing.
1: No, I know like, what I'm, I know what the fuck I'm doing. The whole <laughs> idea on, of spinning, the whole
0: the whole idea of spinning that I like is that you kind of it's kind of like dancing. You get lost in the music and you're pedaling as fast as you can, but you can kind of. Even though sometimes it's really hard, you can kind of get lost in it a little bit. It's like a new idea, a way of exercising for me because I'm not like a guy who's doing like aerobics classes to and dance classes to music. And then all of a sudden, this guy's making me laugh. Like literally, when are you when is someone like doing jokes and making you laugh on the bike? That's that's like a whole new way to
1: exercise. <laughs> yeah, because well, you look forward to it, and sometimes and, and and Cody, you know, sometimes he gets really serious on rides, and he doesn't necessarily uh, he doesn't. Uh, He doesn't joke around and you sit there. It's like when Eddie Murphy said, you know, I did that record where I'm sitting at the piano and everybody's like, I wonder when he's going to fart.'" And I'm like, yeah, well, am I going to fart?" You know what I mean? It's like you're waiting for Cody to tell the joke. And if he doesn't, it's not necessarily disappointing because he's a really good motivator. Like I've learned that there's a lot of people on this planet that can motivate a group of people to do things, right? Yeah. Bill Belichick is one of them. He's done it for a really long time. You know, uh Pat Riley is one of them. Phil Jackson is one of them. Uh Doc Rivers is one of them. There are a bunch of coaches that can do that. You know, that just have this ability to make it so that you just want to run through walls for them. It's a coach that does this usually. It's in football, basketball, usually in sports. When you find a trainer that can do that, because usually you're paying the trainer, right? Mm-hmm. And you're giving the trainer money, and the trainer's like, you know, uh, you do this, do this, and you're doing it because you're like, I'm paying you, so I need to go as hard as I as I possibly can go. Now, if you say I'm paying you, but the trainer's also getting you to go even harder than you want to go, that's a great trainer, and Cody does mm-hmm. that. And yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, he does that. i have never I looking at my heart rate and seeing it at 185. I, I usually would be like, I quit. Fuck it, this is too yeah. high. I'm scared. I'm afraid. I was like, fuck it, let's see how far we can go. I let's go. You, What's the worst thing that's gonna happen? You're gonna die on the bike?
0: I gotta tell you that uh it's like an antidepressant, uh, the endorphins I'm getting off this bike. I I like yesterday I was like kind of skipping around. I just had such a pep in my step because I uh because I cause I've been spinning uh every day this week. Hey, um welcome to all our listeners. Hi, everybody. We uh we missed you. Donald, didn't we miss them?
1: I always miss them. Hi, Joelle. Hi, Daniel. Hi
0: Joel, hi Daniel. How are you guys? How's it going, guys? Spectacular! It's a great. Day.
4: Hi guys.
0: Hi, too well. Why do you seem melancholic?
4: Uh, moving is very stressful. I move in two days, oh. and I didn't bother to take off work because we just got back to work, and so everybody needs something. It is there's just a lot of things on my plate, and I'm just trying to keep it all moving in a good direction. You're
0: feeling overwhelmed, but can't you just focus on how excited you are to move into your new townhouse?
4: I am so effing
1: excited and oh, you're gonna have I, a bed is it gonna is it like is it, it like is it like um full house everywhere you is that full house everywhere <laughs> yeah. you go but they lived in a townhouse right hot, in san francisco yeah somebody who needs you you're lost <laughs> out there and you're all alone a light is waiting to carry, you, carry home. you home. So, Joelle, when you're Everywhere feeling
0: overwhelmed,
1: you, need... you just have
0: to focus <laughs>
1: on uh, how excited
0: you are to have a, a new house.
4: Yes, I, I I couldn't be more excited, and I'm trying to put all that positive energy forward. But you know, things still got to get edited and put in the bin and sent to people on time, and so you know. It makes a feeling. It's a that. lot of emotions. I hear
0: you. Donald's still singing to score this. I whole was trying segment. to score <laughs> your story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the way, I got to tell you guys and you listeners, I watched the best movie I saw this year last night. What'd you see? And I think it's not. It's not enough on the radar. Everybody needs to know about this what movie, movie everybody are, needs are you to talking see it. about? You're not going to watch it, but these two will, mm-hmm. and our listeners might. It's called um, Sound of Metal.
3: Oh,
0: so hmm. good. Uh, Riz Ahmed, right, Joel, Is my oh, saying his
3: yes. name right? Oh, uh-huh, it.
0: It's about, without any spoilers, because uh, oh, it would be in the trailer. Oh, it's the
1: dude from Star Wars, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Donald will One. know him by his character uh, in Bodhi. Star Wars. Bodhi from Star Wars. The well, pilot. Bodhi from Star Rogue
0: Wars Rogue One. is... Rogue One. Bodhi from Star Wars is an amazing actor. He's a... You you probably never saw Night Of, which was like one of the best Dude, of course I've seen
1: Night Of. I saw him turn from sucker to freaking hard ass, man. That dude is amazing. Are you kidding me? Anyway,
0: he's a wonderful actor, and he'll probably, I'm sure he'll be nominated and maybe win for Best Actor this year. Um, I really, I can't recommend this movie highly enough, everybody. It's on Amazon. Um, You can watch it now. They sent us a screener, and we were about to watch the screener, and then realized it's already out. I don't want to ruin it for you. Um, It's an... And indie it, it's it's it has a, a slow pace to it so you have to be patient with it but uh, he and the actress who plays his love interest give two of the finest performances I've seen I think her name is Olivia Cook and uh, she's a wonderful actress I gotta tell you man this Riz Ahmed
1: Donald will know him as Bodhi the pilot he is an extraordinary actor. Dude, he's phenomenal. Listen, look—they showed uh, when he was auditioning for Rogue One. Gareth Edwards recently through Lucasfilm and they released the auditions, and he wasn't in town when he auditioned for Bodhi, but so he sent in a self tape, and this is probably one of the dopest self tapes I've ever seen in my life. You know, and the guy does, and and so gareth gives riz uh his email and so uh once riz gets the email he keeps sending him audition after audition different ways that oh, his really? character could be played yeah that that's the cool. character could be played and uh and 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 then finally gareth was like dude come on man all right fine that's enough you got the job it's yours oh i should do that <laughs>
5: it's, it's yours. It's yours.
1: well if they give you the email they're giving you license if they give funny. you the email.
0: It's funny. I'm up for a part right now that I really want, and uh, I know that the writer uh, really wants me for it. I I, I feel like I should be hotboxing the director with emails.
1: Do you have the email <laughs> for the uh, director. Oh,
0: I can get anything, Donald. I'm connected oh. up in this bitch.
1: Okay, so you should go yourself. I mean, it's one way to do it. Do you know the story of empty
0: chairs at empty tables being a cappella in the Les Mis movie? No. Well, that actor. Eddie Redmayne um, doesn't have a, a, anyone to play piano. him. He's on location. He's making a movie somewhere. So he just sings acapella, empty chairs with empty tables. And the director loved it so much that he kept it that way in the movie. That's Aww. awesome.
1: And that was cool. Anyway, he's pretty, he's, we he's digress. He's really good in that movie. I'm he telling won the Oscar, you. He won the Oscar for that one and the one for playing uh, the super dope scientist.
0: Anyway, I'm going to call it right now, kids. Ready? Riz Ahmed is the current frontrunner. For uh, best actor in a film. In my mind. When I've seen a bunch of movies. So I'm telling you. Get in early on this. When is that, When are the Oscars? Um, they usually happen in like April. Right, Joelle? These days? Uh,
4: I thought Oscars were February. Let me
0: see. I don't know. Oscars. Oh, yeah. Oh, no.
4: You're right. You're, bow down to your superior knowledge. Sunday, April 25th, 2021.
0: There you go. Okay. I guess they'll do them probably like. Remember when Jimmy Kimmel hosted the. What was it? The last awards show, that he, the Emmys or something? He hosted something, mm-hmm. and they did it in a really weird COVID way. I'm assuming they'll do it that way.
1: So this is right, this is right around the time when the good movies are going to start coming out then, right?
0: Uh, I think everything for 2020 has been out already. I mean, you'll get some screeners. The weird thing about getting screeners, award screeners this year is that they, everything's pretty much
1: been on TV but i always thought the movies came out like right around now like this is the time where you drop your movie if you want it to be or no, it's about no you got to do it, you got
0: to do it in december the, the, to qualify uh, that's what it was. to qualify i believe you have to do a week of theatrical uh, in a theater
1: okay so let me ask you a question then it, because, within
0: within the calendar year
1: okay well here's a, here's here, well one how do we do that this year
0: to- well, because they were just putting movies out like, you know, even if you, you drop your movie and 99% of people are going to see it streaming, you still did one week somewhere. It could be in Duluth. It doesn't matter. You just have to like be in a theater for a week. Got it. Are you going to watch the movie? I just want to know if you're if you going to sell in your. What if I told you that he like makes a Star Wars reference in the middle <laughs> of the movie?
1: Well, one, you're lying to me, so that's not There's a really cool moment,
0: like, three quarters of the way through the movie where there's, like, this fantasy sequence where they're, like, pretending they're in Star Wars. So watch it. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Joel, is your brother me. helping you pack, or is are you doing all the hard work?
4: My brother and a roommate are very good packers. They are consistently helpful. Uh, I have a bad back, which means I can't lift anything. Over oh, <laughs> so you can't do anything. <laughs> yes, I really, I'm totally. Joelle, good, so they, I love your they took the Couch down yesterday that we're throwing out. So I would, I would be very lost without them.
0: <laughs> By the way, I got to say, Los Angeles gets a lot of shit. And granted, even there's more COVID than oxygen molecules currently but today is a beautiful day and this week it's going to be 84 wow so Aww. you know for all the shit the city gets and uh we're clearly not that well run currently but I do have to say it's a beautiful place to live in in uh, in January it's going to be 84 and sunny i'm
1: really i'm i I don't know what to do i know i'm going to take the kids out take them We've golfing going- this week man well, we've been doing we we do that anyway. We've been doing that. We've been playing basketball, like we've been going out as a family. You can swim them at things.
0: my house by the way. I'm going to be out of town this weekend if you want to if you want to run them at my pool.
1: That would be great. We will take you up on that, especially if it's 80 something degrees. Remind and, me to
0: turn the pool on or they'll be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start this fucking show Donald. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the TV show Scrubs. 5 6 Two, seven, eight.
3: Stories About a show we
5: made About a bunch of doctors and nurses in and-
1: You're gonna be so upset at me.
0: Why? You didn't do a. You didn't do a recap.
1: I did a. I did not do a recap. Okay. I kind of did a recap. Or Graph but I Guy. Did. What does he do?
0: What does Graph Guy do if he doesn't have a, a time?
1: I have like zero. A, I, know, I have He puts a, a zero of, in there. I have a bit of a recap actually, but it's not a recap. It's just like scribbled thoughts on. Oh, so you never got around paper. to. You never got around to the recapping, huh? No, because listen, I made uh, lunch today for the kids. You're gonna love this one. I made a carne asada
5: mm-hmm.
1: with uh, some Spanish rice, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the vegetable was a nice uh, spinach, mm-hmm. but not too slimy Do they appreciate and wet. it? That sounds like a nice meal. Do they appreciate they it? Or they're they like, ate, we just want PB&J, you're a dick. They ate all of it. It was very nice. It was like one of those moments in my life where i put the work into it and it worked out so
0: it was one of those moments in my life where i enjoyed my kids
1: you know this it was a great vote you know it's rare that your kids eat your food they'll pick at it they'll nibble at it and you'll sit there and you'll be like you eat that shit and then eventually you finally throw it out and give them the damn ice cream that they're asking for what's the what's a what's a bed.
0: non what's a meal that they enjoy that's not dessert that they'll really devour Chicken fingers? I thought that's what no, it was. Chicken kids.
1: finger chicken fingers used to be the jam, but now it's not. Now it's like, you know, mac and cheese. However, I did, you know, uh I did, you know, a, a quesadilla. Uh that always works. Uh you know what's what what they really like. Avocado toast. Oh. That works out every now and then. You know, um uh, it's 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 really difficult to get them to eat fruit unless it's like a apple or uh, you know my 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 daughter doesn't like oranges but she likes little cuties you know those oh I little, love a cutie right uh, you know what I mean um uh, it's that's that's the it's it's tough man because and and you don't have and and once you get a lot of it that's when they don't like it anymore you know you 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 purchase so you notice oh shit they he really loved the steak tonight and so. The next couple of meals, not the next couple of meals, but you like try and introduce steak, you know, maybe four meals later. And they're like, I don't want that shit. And you're like, well, you know, he doesn't say I don't want that shit. But he's like, I don't want it. And you're like, well, you ate it, you know, four days ago. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that it's was four days ago. My kids, taste buds man. have changed. I got to tell you. Your taste buds have changed in I'm four not, days. I don't feel a lot of
0: positivity about these, this whole kid thing. Dude, I'm not trying they to They move talk into, you into your house. They move into your house. This, it's the they, conflict they, you they want. They act like dicks. It's the Empire
1: Strikes Back. It's the There's, conflict you want. They're so ungrateful. They're expensive. It's the conflict you want, but never knew you wanted. It's that I'm telling you, man, you love it. You I, love just say, I just want to say, I just
0: want to represent on behalf of the listeners who may be on the fence about having children. I don't think that you're a walking advertisement for loving
1: it. Nobody wants future. Stepford or Children of the Corn Kids. I'm telling you right now. You don't want that. I'm telling you right now, you want some type of character in your kids. You don't want the perfect child that just does whatever you want them to do.
0: I know. I just I'm just worried to be honest that I'm just going to I'm just, this is my candid take is that you put all this work into it and then once they can talk, they're kind of like ungrateful
1: and mean. No, just anger is an easy emotion, man. Like, you know, I know, but like then move out. I'm sorry. They're kids, man. <laughs> they're kids. Know, just, I know. I'm obviously it's the kidding. whole premise. Listen, it's the whole premise of the dark side of the force is being a kid. You think I'm joking, but like, I just it, wonder if you ever, you really can't can Possibly
0: go without thinking about Star Wars. Like what's the longest you've ever gone?
1: Well, you asking me about why kids get so angry and stuff like that. It's an easy emotion for them and they're young and they're not wise and don't know how to control their anger. And, the best way to explain that to, you know, uh, for for me to for, for me to understand it, growing up was Star Wars. The reason why it's so easy to go to the dark side to become powerful from the dark side is because you're the Fueling your anger. That's why I talk about it so much. It's part of my life, Dude, When you guys Dude, you're reporting? a hater. You be hating sometimes, man. When are you guys Right, Joel? Repro- Joel, he be hating sometimes. Keep it 100. Get involved, Joel. He's Joelle's talking not about even Star listening
0: Wars. to this episode. He's
4: hating She's like
1: putting bubble wrap
4: around <laughs> things. Come on. Joel got a
0: bad back. Jo- she ain't putting no hates. Jo- 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 no- Joel's like, like- Joel's zoned out. She's got her like mic on mute, <laughs> rapping shit and bubble wrap. <laughs>
1: I'm <laughs> we I
2: promise. You <laughs> <She's> stressed out. <laughs> All
0: right, let's get into the recap. Let's get Let's get into the recap. All right, listen. Let's get into your non-written recap. Are you gonna like? Uh, are you gonna like free free flow it? Free, what do you call that when you when you when you freestyle? When, are you gonna freestyle? freestyle? I'm gonna do it
1: off the top. It's gonna All right, be off go the ahead. top.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Put a beat go. Down. go ahead. Ready? Here we Go ahead.
1: Dr. Cox and Dr. Kelso are like an old married couple. Tara Reed's back, and she's looking prettier and prettier as ever. Is that right? Did I say it right? Those eyes are so blue. Carl is freaking out about the wedding. JD wants what he can't have. Mm. Victory can be snatched from you at the last moment. It's very interesting. The grass is also always greener on the other side. This was, that's what this episode was about. This episode was about what's on the other side. And you everybody has FOMO. But when you get it finally, at the end of the day, the grass isn't greener. If anything, it's maybe a little less green or if not worse. Be happy with what you got, people. You like what you 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 get what you get and you don't get upset. That's how it goes. All right. Well, listen. On behalf of
0: all of our listeners, I think it's better when you pre-write them and plan them out a little bit.
1: I had shit to do. I'm sorry, people. My kids kids. had to eat today. All right. Listen.
0: I I think this is a great conversation for all four of us. So Daniel, pay attention. Joelle, put down the rap. Right. Thank you. Here. Everybody, focus.
1: But you know I I'm right. When I'm on the right
0: track. The theme right of track. this episode, one of the, the things I took from this episode, we're talking about uh, episode, what are we on here, Joel? 320. 20. 320. Three okay, guys. By the way, we're getting to the end of the third season. So, um, you know, this Uh-oh. shit's going by real quick. We're going to have to find another show to, to watch. Maybe it'll be The Office. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would that be if we did an Office rewatch podcast? We should do that shit. Oh,
4: my God.
0: Um, but anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny when we run out of episodes? We switch oh, to The because Office. Because I've be actually hilarious. never seen The Office all the way through. I think it'd be funny you guys to watch.
1: make up behind the or
0: Friends. Like right? we pick another popular show and we just do a rewatch of that
1: show. <laughs> Down. Friends is hilarious, dude. <laughs> I've actually there never ain't no seen... There no black people on Friends. I'd be like...
4: <laughs> Except <Sometimes> that <laughs> am... Tyler in season six. And, and,
1: and Gab seen... I think I've Gabrielle Union is in like appearance. one episode. Mm-hmm. Right. All right,
0: so if you were to wa- re- do a rewatch podcast of a of a very popular sitcom, would it be Seinfeld, Friends, or The Office? Ooh. Donald, It would
4: probably
1: be The Office. Donald,
0: you go first. I think we should do The Office. No disrespect. No,
1: no disrespect. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I like the office. It was very funny. It's a lot of seasons also. Um Friends is Seinfeld the most is popular one.
4: Yeah.
1: That's true. And there's Did I you mean watch like Martin. In terms, yeah, of, be, in terms right, of in terms like, of in like, terms thank you, thank you, Joel. That would be a good no, one. I'm Have, you wanna, no, Have you ever watched Martin? Have you ever watched Martin? No.
0: Dude, no, I remember like Gina and I remember him getting in trouble because she hated him. That's all I remember.
1: No, Gina his it was his girl. No, the
0: actress in real life like abhorred him. <laughs> right, <Joelle?
4: laughs> I didn't know this, but I want that tea. What? Oh, yeah. What you know are you Google talking about? Right now. Oh yeah, she
0: did not like him.
1: <laughs> what? <So> t-
0: <laughs> That's
1: amazing. Gina Tisha did not Camp- like Martin Tisha Campbell did not like Martin Lawrence.
0: No, you can Google it. They she like hated him. Oh shit. No. I'm pretty sure. Joel, please double check <laughs> it. Uh,
1: I'm on it.
0: Um, anyway, can we How talk do for I sharing? not
1: know this? <laughs> That's
0: crazy for sure. <laughs> Um, so anyway, th- one of the main themes of this episode is J.D. wanting something he can't have. There's a great Groucho Marx quote, I would never want to be a part of any club that would have me as a member. Mm. And um, I-, I think J- J.D., the character, and many humans we all know, and do all of us, and to some extent, long for what we can't have. And then when we get it, are like, uh, I don't know that I wanted this. And I wondered if you guys had any dating experience in your lives where you really, really, really lusted or longed for someone and then finally won them over. And then once you got them, were like, oh, I didn't want this as bad as I said I did.
1: No, the only person that I've ever worked really hard for in my life was Casey Cobb. Like... I worked my ass off to get her. Like, mm-hmm. I met her and there was that energy. But you were and... pretty
0: mature by then. I'm talking about it's kind of an immature thing. Like, you, do, right. do, you, do, you have, do you have any memories when you were younger of like working so hard to get a girl and like doing, pulling out all the stops and then she finally is think... into you and you're like, eh. I no. that's a no. Dad, no. have you ever been through that experience on, on either side of it?
2: Uh, I, you know, I have kind of a unique dating history because basically, you know, up until last year and 10 years before it, I wasn't dating at all while I was on the road. I had pretty much like just decided to skirt that whole part of my life to, uh, avoid the whole leaving someone at home while I'm on the road. Were you not hooking up with ladies? You weren't even hooking up or hanging out? Well, I mean, there was, of course, you know, there was the occasional hookup and stuff like that. But I mean, in terms of like real lasting relationships where you get to know a person enough to even have that thought of like oh this isn't what i wanted i uh, i i basically only started you know really seriously dating like that last year mm. so i i apologize for not having a, a good story for this moment <laughs> no you don't have to have a story i'm more interested in the fact that
0: you were celibate for 10 years but i
2: <laughs> <laughs> well
0: i thought the
1: sole reason to be a
0: dj was to uh <laughs>
1: Go to mad I,
0: big ass I, I, parties. Invite, invite girls to the DJ booth. I, I
1: Pour them
2: Ciroc. I didn't want to have a girlfriend waiting at home, so that temptation wasn't something I had to avoid.
1: That's a very mature uh, way to look at things. Yeah, very I think mature. everybody yeah. wants a girlfriend at some point. And I, you know mm. what, Zach? I probably did say things that were like you know. But when you look back at it now, compared to the things that I did for uh, to get. To be with Casey Cobb, nothing compares to that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I I remember and I'm so happy one, it I remember out.
2: a young,
0: I remember a young gal at at Northwestern that I was really into, and I really pursued her and 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 tried to court her, and she was not interested, not interested, and then she finally was interested, and I I remember I think like JD, I was like, oh, now I'm scared. I don't know what it was about. It was very immature. I mean, I I admit that. Oh, I could
4: speak to that for sure. Of being like, listen, sometimes you think a person is just so, like, you're like, like, I tend to fall for people where I'm like, what is this? I've never seen this, like, personality type before. It's so unique to me. It's so different and interesting. Like, that's what really attracts me. And then sometimes you get up close and you're like, oh, that's a sociopath. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) supposed to be with that person. (laughs) Or, you know, or you're just like what was initially exciting is like, I don't, this is laborious. I don't want that in a relationship. It's like I'm to be around that person, but not like I want to beat that.
0: I think in my case, in hindsight, I was, why are you raising your hand? I have a question. I don't want to interrupt anybody.
5: Oh, you're so (laughs) sweet.
1: sweet. (laughs) Do you want to ask it now or do you want me to continue my thought? yeah what's a sociopath i know what a i i i kind of know what it is someone with is no it?
0: conscience right someone someone is someone, that who what has, it is? someone who has who has no uh because conscience for their actions right damn socio
1: the- sociopaths are usually murderers and stuff like that aren't they
4: uh they can be but it's not like specifically like all sociopaths have the desire to murder if you right. have no conscience, there's like a good chance that you are comfortable with taking a life uh but not yeah. necessarily it's like you,
0: you don't it's you, a you don't wide you, you can do horrible yeah. things and it's not keeping you up at night
1: right yeah
0: that's scary um, as fuck but dude. i wanted Holy to say shit. well i think with hindsight i look mm. back and i was i think i was scared i i mm. i never thought she would like me and then she finally began to be interested and i think i young me kind of panicked like mm. I don't even know if I'd – I don't know. I don't know what the hell was going on. It was a weird weird thing. I look back on it and go, why did I panic and, like, sprint away? But anyway, it made me think of that because that's what J.D.'s doing. He's clearly in love with Elliot. Clearly. And he – Elliot – Sean has packed up all his things. He's moving in with Elliot. And and J.D., you know, has a scene that I think a lot of people uh, who love the show know well where he goes, it should have been me. And she turns around and she says, what? And he goes, Elliot, if I had a chance to be with anyone else or just be on the couch eating pizza, watching a movie with you, I would always choose you. And it really gets in her head. And Sean comes over and he's packed up his U-Haul and he's got everything and he's ready to move in. And she's like, I can't do this. She comes to JD's house, the apartment, and she's got a pizza and she falls into his arms and she says, let's do this. And JD ends with him internally screaming and going, I can't do this.
1: This is what I was talking about a couple of episodes ago when I said this is the moment when she has sex with him that Elliot knows I want to be with J.D. for the rest of my life. But it's not time yet. He's not ready. I'm not ready. And then so Sean shows up and she's back with Sean and she's going to play house with this guy knowing that this is the end game. But J.D. throws a monkey wrench in that. JD's like, okay, if that I don't give a shit if that's the end game. I know there's something right now. I want to explore that. And he throws the monkey wrench by saying, you know, I feel for you. Mm. And that, that makes her go crazy inside. And she decides, you know what? Maybe he is ready. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I misjudged. Maybe I misjudged this. Maybe it's time to break it off with Sean. And she does. And braw. JD's not ready anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're both playing some pretty fucked up mind games with each other, you know?
1: Yeah. But don't you feel like they know? Like, this isn't a will-they-won't-they they situation. This is a – they're gonna. You kind of know they are. You know what I mean? Like, there's well, going to be a happy
0: ending. It's funny you say that because there's a really funny moment where where the janitor says, I mean, come on. It's not like you guys are Ross and Rachel.
1: Who's and Ross J- and Rachel?
0: And JD goes, who? And he and he goes and he points to two Asian people who have the exact hair of Ross and Rachel. And he goes, uh, yeah, you know, um, uh, hold on, I wrote it down. Oh, uh, you know, uh, uh Dr. Ross and Rachel from bookkeeping. And they have the exact same hairstyle as the as Ross and Rachel, but they're Asian. Uh that was funny. Yeah. I love that.
1: That was the first time uh Scrubs is well, other than the that's the first time they've ever made an homage to Friends, right?
0: Also, the apartment that Sean and Elliot almost move into is the same layout as Monica's apartment in Friends. Now, I don't what? know Monica's apartment in Friends, but apparently what? it's the exact same layout. Yeah,
1: did you know that? Monica's apartment in Friends is freaking huge, man. There's,
0: really? No, I think they mean the bedroom. I'm assuming they mean the bedroom. I don't know.
4: That thing is huge. Because I know Monica's apartment by
1: heart. That thing is huge. That doesn't exist. Maybe they meant. Maybe they that apartment doesn't exist in New York. Well, it
0: does, but it's probably twenty million (laughs) dollars. Right? Didn't they? I didn't watch Friends, but didn't they justify it? Like she inherited it or something. They had to justify why she had this giant apartment.
1: But then, how did how did how did her brother's best friend from college have the apartment across the hall from her though? And why was was that
0: not? Why did that one not have anywhere near the same? style as the yeah.
4: other one because they were the alley facing apartment in the back this is a street facing apartment with the view it was oh. her grandma's apartment she handed it down so it was rent
1: controlled oh
0: and I, but then how did I ross apartment that apartment, that that apartment did, is not rent controlled
1: how did chandler and joey how did chandler and joey get the apartment next right across the hall from them then if that's i the case. think what
4: happened is grandma had been in the building for a long time ross and chandler moved in there and then when ross moved out Later, Joey moved in and took over.
2: We'll
1: the talk squad. about all we this. We should freaking our, do this our, on our French <laughs> podcast. <We'll do> <laughs> we should do this it. on our French <laughs>
4: podcast. <laughs>
0: Let's save this for our friends' rewatch podcast. By the way, that's a funny idea. I was, I was day, I was daydreaming when we get through all nine seasons that we would like do movies or, or or pivot to something else. But I actually think it's funny if we keep reviewing other shows.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Office would be the most funny just because there's an Office podcast. They'll be done before us, I assume, and we'll just follow in their footsteps.
1: Let's um, just do it all over again?
0: Yeah, well with our with our our version of it, right. That's Um, all right we need to take a break, everybody, and I have to pee. I have to urinate. I have to drain Okay, that's enough. That's I have to drain my swamp. That's enough. We'll be right back. that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash
1: real friends. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep Mattress.
0: microphone for crisp clear phone calls use real friends for 25% off your order visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech and
5: we're back, we're back. Yo, gurgle,
1: gurgle, gurgle. Uh,
2: yeah
0: go go go
1: turk and jd play chess
0: no, we've never played chess before, but that was fucking funny as shit. Now, so there's the sequence to remind you if you didn't watch it, where that ends with everyone saying every another person's name. They're like Turk, JD, and everyone's kind of calling each other. I read on Scrubs Wiki that it's an homage to a moment in the Rocky Hard Picture Show, but I've never seen the Rocky Hard Picture Show, so I don't know. But um, that was funny when everyone's calling each other's name, and then it climaxes with with Turk saying checkmate, and JD screams and throws the check to the chessboard.
1: Yeah, well, there's also the whisper conversation where that's Danny hears funny. like a bat.
0: Yeah. Whales and bats! Because we're talking about who has sonar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: that's where you... That's Right after that is where you break up the... Yeah,
0: bats and whales! Bats and whales!
1: <laughs> that was funny.
0: <laughs> I like the tempo of that. Like, choo, 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 everyone... Very fast. Goes. Very clever. Tara is uh,
1: really... She's on point in this episode, man. And very she looks funny, beautiful.
0: Man. She looks beautiful. Look beautiful. She You're looks bucksome. On buxom. point she's buxom is that what it is well she's beautiful but she's also buxom
1: her doing yoga was very funny my father used to
0: take two terms like if you said beautiful and buxom he'd go beautiful and buxom attorneys at law (laughs) and like no matter if anyone says two random words together he would then take those two Uh, words and say attorneys at law and it was the stupidest dad joke but i laughed every time i'm gonna steal that rest in peace harold my dad uh, would love this podcast. He would be he would be one of the one of the people listening uh, every week. Do you think he would
1: write into Joel?
0: Oh yeah, he would definitely. Oh my god! I'm not sure he. <laughs> I'm not sure he'd be able to figure out how to write into Joel, but he would try.
1: <laughs> my awesome. dad
0: used to. My dad used to call me like once a month and be like, "Hey, I need more. I need more signed headshots." <laughs> and I'd be like, "Dad," I'd be like, "Dad, there is no one in New Jersey." that does not have a signed headshot <laughs> I've done the state. The state is covered. And he'd be like, "No, no, no, I met the most lovely" because he was just the most gregarious friendly guy. Be like, "No, I met the most wonderful couple at the car wash." And of course, I told them and uh they I <laughs> And I I said uh I said, "Dad, look, I'm I'm going to sign these things, but I'm not going to write messages to them all." Because like I have I have like other things to do. I, this is not like my full-time job. It's not making sure everyone in New Jersey has a signed headshot with a message. And he goes, no, no, you have to write the message. I go, dad, here's the thing. I'm going to sign them, and I'm going to send you the Sharpie, and you can write whatever message you want. <laughs> and he goes, I'm not doing that. I go, well, then I'm not doing it either. I go, okay, send me the Sharpie.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> did you ever hear – did you ever see what he wrote? Did he ever no, tell No, God you? knows
0: what he wrote in my name. But I, I, I – <laughs> Knowing my father, they were very, very long winded and beautiful. If
4: you have a signed photo from Zach's dad, please write it.
0: If you have a signed photo, if you have a signed photo from me that was given to you by my father, it is my signature. But the very long message that's neatly printed (laughs) is probably not for me. (laughs) Um, All right, what else, Donald? Let's talk about some of this funny shit. Richard Kind is back. He's hilarious.
1: He's hilarious. He has one of the best turns in the history of turns. With the curtain? The curtain. (laughs) 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 He's like, I want to know everything about me. And there's nothing you can say to make me change my mind. Oh, it turns out insurance won't pay for this. Good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he closes the curtain.
0: They must be frantically changing him behind the curtain. Because,
1: <laughs> had to
0: be. because when the curtain rips open, he's already got his street. Already
1: dressed.
0: <laughs> my God, there's nothing that man can say that doesn't make me laugh. I just oh think my he's my so God. funny.
1: What was hilarious is that Casey wandered into the room and that scene happened. And she goes, oh, that guy's really funny. And then walks he's right funny. out. He's, he's one so of these people. Funny.
0: He's one of these people like Will Ferrell is another example where you just start giggling when you look at them. Like, you know, right. you know, <laughs> they're going to say something that's going to make you giggle. Right. I remember I remember seeing the Anchorman trailer in a movie theater and Will Ferrell came up with his look in Anchorman and the whole audience just started laughing. Right. And he hadn't said a word yet. I mean, obviously, the costume and look was funny. But he hadn't said a word yet and everyone was and yeah. so there's certain people that have that. Richard Kind has that. You look at him and you just start you already are primed to laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so funny, man. I love that so man. We good. really gotta have him on. Joel, are you working on Richard Kind? I think he's one more episode. I'm not sure. Maybe well, two. Well,
0: Joel, will you will you um Bill Bill Lawrence probably has a contact for him, but I'd love to have him on and talk about lots of things.
4: How
1: yeah, about definitely how about mm-hmm. the kid with the grown man voice, Richard Wells? Yeah, we should say that this episode is directed by Richard
0: Wells, who was our first assistant director, our one of our, our best first assistant directors in the whole run of the show. Great man.
1: He was our first first assistant director.
0: Yes. For those of you who aren't uh, in the business, the first assistant director is the is the crew member who's... Kind of like a stage manager in theater, he's he's calling out, okay, you know, it's the, it's the loud voice that's organizing everything and telling everyone we got to go, and here we go, and you go he's over the there. He's the bad sort guy.
1: Of, he also has to be the bad guy. He's
0: the he's a traffic cop, if you will. Uh, it's a very hard job, a very stressful job. They stereotypically die early because of the amount of stress. Oof. No, I know that because they're, they're members of the same guild I'm in, and, and the DGA... I don't know. Rumor has it we have great insurance because first ADs are so stressed and, and they die early. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Oh okay. I don't know if that's gosh. true. Anyway, it's a very stressful job. And Richard Wells was very good at it. And um, this is his first episode actually directing the show, and he has a very deep voice, and so he's the voice of the child that that uh has a deep voice in this episode.
1: Very funny, too.
0: Now, this is one of the I think the fans' favorite flashbacks in nine years, everybody. Uh, this is the fantasy where Donald and, excuse me, this is the fantasy where Turk and JD drive five hours to see Michael Jordan play and forget the tickets, and Turk pulls out his hair.
1: Yeah, we went 500 miles, because we got the ticket. <laughs> was I supposed to bring the tickets or the sandwiches?
0: Yeah, and we both hold up the sandwich bags. And then, <laughs> and then, then I pull out. Up, yeah. You
1: scream and pull out your, your high top fade. And then JD goes to pick up the hair from the floor, and Turk yeah. says, Leave it on the floor! Leave it! Leave it! Leave it
0: It's so funny, man. Don't it's touch so it. funny. I love how you're wearing like an off brand 23 jersey
1: because we couldn't license the Michael Jordan jersey. <laughs> you, but you know exactly what it is when it's the number 23. I know. It's either Michael Jordan or who? Kobe. No man. Oh, bro. Who oh, else was twenty? Failed. You only had one.
0: I know. What? I know. I know who wasn't. Um. Um. Magic Johnson, thirty-five. No man. What was Magic Johnson? Thirty-two. Thirty-something.
1: Magic Johnson was 30- thirty-two. All right. Well, you should Michael Jordan that was bit. twenty-three. LeBron James is twenty-three. Kobe Bryant was eight. And 24.
0: Now, why is LeBron taking Jordan's number? Isn't, isn't that a it weird thing? It was his name? number
1: since he was a kid. Oh. He but always he had got it, that number. But he had yeah. it as a kid because of Jordan. Right, but he was always the Jordan on the team. Like, LeBron James was always the best player on the team.
0: Here's something I don't know the answer to, and a lot of my non-sports-loving listeners agree. They want to know the answer to this question. A lot of people want to know it right now. How do you get assigned a number as a NBA player?
1: You pick a number. Mm-hmm. You can pick any number. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's not taken. Yo, some people, some yo, some people have numbers, and you know, a star will come to the team and be like, "Yo, let me get that number." And oh, uh, they have to change the per- their number. And, and the and the person who has the number has the opportunity to say no, or play me for it.
0: Oh, or, play you know, me for it. Now, do you um, do you if you change teams, does your number come with you?
1: That's what I'm saying. If you go to a team, like let's say you were on the Lakers and you were wearing the number 5 and you go to the uh, you know, the Miami Heat and you and somebody else is wearing the number 5 and you're like, "Yo, that's my number. And I'm more famous. I'm the superstar." The person has the opportunity to say, "Get the fuck out of here," or "play me for it," or oh. you know what I mean? You you know if I That's... say a famous player, do you know their number? Maybe. Go ahead. Isaiah Washington. Isaiah Washington is an actor. Oh, sorry, you I th- didn't mean that. <laughs> you mean Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> he he, he I, got
2: it though. He I got meant it though. Isaiah
0: Thomas. Sorry, Isaiah Thomas. Eleven. Oh, good. Um, um, to uh, to Kembe Matumbo. Fifty-five.
1: Kembe Matumbo. Matumbo. Mike Jiminski. I don't know Mike Jaminski. Daryl Dawkins. Oh, shit. I should know this. 42, right? What's Daryl Dawkins' number? 34. 34. No, 42. Something like that. 34 or 42. To 34 well, so is 20. Charles Barkley. Oh. Daryl Dawkins, Dawkins?
2: 53, 45, and 50.
1: Wow. Oh, yeah, I was way enough. off. Muggsy Malone. No, Muggsy Bogues, you mean? Yeah, Muggsy Bogues. He was <laughs> wow. the little guy, right? Kind of Bugs- yeah.
0: Malone. <laughs> was
1: the not guy. Wasn't he little? Yeah, I think it's zero. Was. He's zero. Five three. It's either zero or one. Five, I think you're to
0: it's zero. Is he the shortest player to ever be that good? It was one or it was zero.
1: I think it was
4: zero I'm seeing one on the Charlotte team. Yeah.
1: Donald. Fourteen. Well, the, he, oh, he played with Alonzo, Alonzo Morning. morning. Right. On one. Charlotte, he played with Alonzo Morning, number thirty three. I know. Was that. there
0: ever a player that was that short and that good?
1: I think Nate Robinson Him. is might might be close to that height or uh He's five three, you said? No. Nate Nate Rob's five nine. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think so. Spud Webb's five seven. Spud Webb. Ten? No, 7. seven. Seven. Seven 7.
2: Yeah, Spud Webb's five seven.
1: All right. But is his number seven? Four. <laughs> I'm so way off. All right. Way
2: off. Yeah, kids, stay away from the
0: weed. Is the is the caller here? really stay away from yes. the weed? Because I don't know right. a
1: basketball player's right. number. I'm saying
0: short-term memory uh, loss. Your your fucking uh, special pill you take for memory ain't working on basketball numbers.
1: This is over twenty years ago, Dickface. I'm <laughs> <just> saying,
0: <laughs> penis breath. That maybe you should. Uh, do off you remember? A do you
1: remember what your history teacher taught you on December ninth? Uh, yeah. She famously uh, said, in, Donald, in, eat a dick. No, she famously said, she famously said, suck an asshole, Zach. Yeah, you, you know, know what she nothing. said?
0: Chug a bag of dicks. All right, let's bring Wait, in the is car. Is that what she said? Chug a yeah. bag of dicks? I'll never forget. Mrs. Wexstein. she said, tell Donald <laughs> in the future to chug
1: balls. My science teacher told me no to way. stick a stethoscope up your motherfucking ass. Yeah. Oh, is that even well, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, My geography
1: teacher said, tell Donald. Uh Well, yeah, my geography teacher told me to tell Zach, here's a globe, put it up his ass. (laughs) Here's a globe. (laughs) All right. Here's a globe.
0: My geography teacher famously said, here's a globe. All right. Call him in.
1: We're going to break. We're going to break. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep Mattress.
0: microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech.
1: Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C ovas.com and point your toes west.
0: As a special opportunity for our listeners, Takovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Takovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas, only at Tacovas.com. And we're back, and we're back
1: Gurgle, with Gurgle,
0: Craig Gurgle, Gurgle, Jenkins. Gurgle. Jenkins!
1: You've got the two dudes from the Muppets on your wall. Do you know please. their name, Donald? Do you know their names? The old guys in the balcony. Oh, yeah, you nailed on. it. Wait. <laughs>
0: Wait, listeners, if you're listening, you probably know the names of the two what are the old names, Zach? crotchety Fuck. men in the box. You know
1: it, You know it, Zach. What are the names, bud? It's something
0: yeah. like Steinway and Mortimer or something.
1: Well, close. You're close. But you got it wrong.
0: I, know. I, I Come on, calm down. We have a fucking guest here, asshole. Craig, I don't know, but I know it's something like Mortimer and Steinberg.
5: It's, it's Stadler and Waldorf
0: oh statler and waldorf close hey, don't worry they're,
5: they're only judging me don't you guys do whatever you got to do <laughs> now are you
0: um that's an awesome uh, uh photograph he you guys he has like a giant statler and waldorf photograph on his wall it, it, it looks like they're like your long-lost relatives
5: yes <laughs> uh, where did you
0: get that that's that's cool i've never seen that
5: i actually uh i had it made um for i used to own a, a live music venue in santa barbara for 20 years and uh And the idea was to have them, the original idea was to build out their platform and have the actual Muppets sitting there looking down on the stage. That's awesome. But you'd be shocked how hard it is to get uh, those Muppets made. So (laughs) I I passed (laughs) on that, found this picture, blew it up and hung it up literally right where they would be sitting, looking down on every That's cool. That's great. That's
0: cool. That's That's a clever idea. But yeah, to have like Muppets recreated was
1: probably a steep price
5: yes it did it, it wasn't as uh, affordable as i would have hoped yeah <laughs> were you
1: gonna were they gonna be like actual people holding with you know with their hands up the muppets asses talking for the muppets oh no 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 just, no he uh, was just, gonna just, put them like props
5: there yeah just perched that's that very awesome.
1: interesting that's very interesting theater if you did do that though you know what I mean. Was, <laughs> have some guy whose only job it is is to work the puppets right.
5: and, and make that's outfits. it for,
1: right <laughs> yeah that'd gig. be a good gig
0: cool that'd be cool <laughs> Big, all right craig gig. are you calling from santa barbara
5: uh, actually in Buellton, which is, uh, just, uh, up 101 from Santa Barbara, but yeah, I've lived in Santa Barbara for about 25 years.
0: That's a beautiful place to live.
5: Uh, love it. just up the freeway for you guys.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. But, um, you don't have any of this Hollywood Michigas. All you have is the beach and beautiful weather and happy
1: people. I'll take it. Yeah. I will take it. <laughs> oh, it's I'm so go beautiful. Santa
0: Barbara. It's so pretty
1: up there. It's so beautiful gorgeous. there. It's so far. It's far away from, from us. So it's like an no, hour, it's right? It's an
5: hour and a half, right? Yeah, there's really no traffic these days, so
1: come it's on not up. Not that
5: far. It's not that you far. Yeah, but great
1: zoo. The zoo is amazing, and it's really interesting that uh, I mean, some people don't like zoos. I guess I shouldn't. You I, know, think you can, I, I think you can. see I say realized zoos. I just stepped in. I stepped in some doo doo when I said that. No, the zoos There's some amazing. People, the, there's, there's, a t- there's a fraction of the
0: audience. that will be like, "Fuck Donald and his zoos," but <laughs> they're not going to turn off the podcast.
1: <laughs> but their zoo is amazing, and, and you know these animals are. You know, uh, people are, they donate a lot of money to the animals and stuff to keep them healthy. How do the animals store the money? Well, they keep it in a little vault. <laughs> is it cryptocurrency or they, are
0: they hip? <laughs> they donate money to the animals.
1: Yeah, the animals One of the biggest have a little problems. Vault. <laughs> It's a big vault. They, they, the... swim, they swim in it, actually. The One only the biggest... problem is getting the lions out. One
0: of the problems for the Santa Barbara Zoo is how to store all of the money that the animals have saved. Craig, uh, what do you yes. do in Santa Barbara?
5: Uh, well, as of late, not much. Um, right. I was part of the uh, one of the industries that got hit, which was the, the I was a, a touring sound engineer and tour manager for a lot of bands that went around the globe, and, oh, uh, cool. and of course that industry has been come to a. Screeching Any
0: bands all. that we would know about that we could say, "Wow, we had um, Craig on. He's cool." M-
5: uh, maybe I don't. I don't know. I mean, I know the kind of music you guys listen to, and, and I'm not really Just sure. A lot of the gangster rap. Uh, yeah, exactly just completely gangster rap. well we had a lot of actually gangster rap guys come from the club uh that i had in santa barbara like we had most of wu-tang clan coming individually too short and all those guys it was just a great one kind of launched me into going out and, and touring with bands uh like flogging molly and frank turner and uh rise against and stuff like that um lucero bands all of those nature um, do you like life but,
0: on the road as a as a tour manager it must be fun. i love
5: right? it i love it you just wake up in a different city every day and and you just kind of Put the especially with sound engineering where you just kind of get to put the puzzle together and uh, and, uh, and and for all to enjoy and it's uh, and I remember it was one of those things about about tour managing like there was a study that was done that said the shorter the distance between what you do and the results of what you do the happier you tend to be or people tend to be in general mm-hmm. and it, huh. it definitely held true for me for for sound engineering and doing that kind of stuff because you I mean you do it you see and I'm sure for you guys acting and performing you get immediate feedback you know exactly. well we only get immediate
0: feedback if we're doing a play i, I when you said that it oh, made sure. me think it made me think and donald can i'm sure attest cuz he's done theater too to to that experience where it is so gratifying when when people like the play whereas when we do a film for example it's a year before we know if anyone loves or hates it
1: right no, um you, do you have do you have kids you don't have kids no 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 kids it's yeah, a no hard no life, life for no wife. I was, kids say, kids. I was about to say i was about to say no wife, yeah, no it. kids it's
5: yeah it's, it's really difficult for a lot of my friends that do it that have families it just tears them apart being away from their family that now way.
0: when you get into a new venue the the mm-hmm. um i've never asked a sound engineer this the the mixing board in each venue is different right so you have Correct. to know a, vi- a wide array of of, of mixing boards
5: Well, yes and no. Um, The basic principles of mixing, I'm sure Daniel can can attest to this, they're all basically the same. But what happened was I was fortunate enough to learn sound engineering on an analog board. And then when it all went to digital, uh, what happened was you were able to save your files and then you can show up. So if they have like the Midas board, you can plug it in, your show pops right up. It's kind of cheating in my opinion. And uh, as a- Wait a second, sorry,
0: slow down because there's a lot of people that listening that don't have anything to do with the entertainment business. Um, sure. And they, they I, I just want them to know that you're, what you're saying is that the mixing boards that these venues have are, are often a, a, one of a few brands. Correct. So you can show up and just put your file in and all your show pops up? If, if you've
5: been on that board uh, in the past, it will recognize that file and it'll bring it up and your China list will be there. It'll save you a ton of time for, for a sound check. And uh, and just get the show going a lot faster. But you're right. There are different boards in, in all the different venues. You that's why you your tour manager as tour manager you would advance the show, figure out what you're walking into, so you know if you either have to build one oh. from scratch. So you or have a, to you have, a, a, you you have, have a, to get a, all
1: of this. You'd have to know in advance what you're walking into. There's no way you could just as, show up. Oh yeah. It. Well, no, I, mean, I show up to every venue assuming I'm
5: going to build it from scratch. If it's fortunate enough where uh, they already have a board I've been on, then I'm just like, oh, just save myself three hours. Plug that thing in. We're but good don't you so, don't
0: you know ahead of time this venue has this board?
5: Yes, absolutely. Okay. and the size venues we were doing uh which is like a lot of the like in, in england a lot of the o2 academies are all built a lot very much the same uh and so you can just go from one academy to the next and you're good to go
0: i think that would be a really fun job mixing mixing live acts i think that i would love be it fun.
5: I, I wouldn't trade it for anything it's uh it, I, I, I miss it. it it's like it's it's been a long time since i've been able to Get behind one of what happens guests.
0: when you hate the band? Yeah, I was about to say, uh, you
5: have leave quickly. <laughs> <You know>? uh, <laughs> yeah, because I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it no matter what the
0: check. I mean, obviously, if you have responsibilities, you take the check, but I'm saying I, I, I would imagine it'd be a nightmare if you hated the music. Yes.
5: Well, I, I was lucky enough to kind of pick and choose the bands that I wanted to work with. And I met a lot of them having come through my club. And, uh, you know, so then it, it, I, after hearing their set or enjoying their music or not enjoying their music, or even more importantly for me, enjoying them as people. Um, would, would be a big indicator on whether or not uh, I would agree to tour with these guys. Daniel, you look like you have a question. I call I do. you.
2: Craig, what's the name of your club?
5: Uh, it was called, it was actually named after a uh, Eddie Murphy character. We share a fondness for uh, everything that guy did on Saturday Night Live, and it was called Velvet Jones. Okay. <laughs> I'm Velvet <laughs> yeah. Jones. I'm Velvet Jones. I to be a hoe, exactly. <laughs> um, and so through that, uh, we
1: did that, and we, we had to close our that doors. That was when I knew I had been kicked <laughs> in the butt by love. <laughs>
5: <laughs> exactly. I knew you
1: guys would be right up there and would piece that
5: one together quite quickly. We love
0: Eddie, and we love um, Eddie on SNL.
5: And all those great <laughs> characters. Wasn't he only on that show for like a season and a half?
0: Is that how long it was? Uh, is that, I it think was that
1: short. How, Hold on, It, it was real short. You can right?
0: watch if you're listening and you haven't seen it. They have a Eddie Murphy's Greatest Hits on SNL. Yeah, but it changed, yes.
1: man. The first one was the best one. When it originally came out, it was a certain set of skits and it was the best one, and then the best of Eddie Murphy's Saturday Night Live changed a bit. But the first oh, one—I'm talking about it, one I,
0: I watched like when you over were a, a kid, yeah, ago. yeah. When I was right, a kid, when
1: you so. were a kid—that's the one. Oh, you want there's to find one the one old that, one? Don't find the new one. Yeah, don't get the one that came out after that. Isn't the same thing, and you can't find the original one anymore with all of those really? sketches. Yeah, you can't find that one anymore. If you could, oh. if you could try to. I've had oh, a hard time. He was on finding. for four
0: years, dude. Nineteen eighty oh, to eighty four. Okay. See, we weren't we weren't old enough to be watching SNL. Um... No, I knew
1: I knew who Eddie Murphy was at a very young mm-hmm. age. Well, I, well, I knew, I knew that. You very... you were
0: watching Eddie live on SNL. I wasn't. No, that but my at parents my
1: parents at let seven. me. My parents loved Eddie Murphy so much. People were talking. Dude, it was New York. I grew up in New York City, Forty Third 9th Avenue. I was very close to uh, Thirty Rock. Uh, what a, what, a, what a, right. That's what it is. 30, yeah, right? Rockefeller right? Center, yeah, Rockefeller Center. Rockefeller mm-hmm. Center. I was very close to it. Eddie Murphy was a big thing when he hit Saturday Night Live. Everybody knew who he was. I remember I'm the town. Saying- I remember I remember, Pete, I remember being like, the black guy on Saturday Night Live <laughs> is the funniest <laughs> motherfucker in the history. You know what I mean? And not ever even seeing Saturday Night Live. And my parents one night being like, yo, you want to stay up and watch it? And we'd be like, yeah. And getting to see him do Mr. Robinson. It's no. a beautiful day in the day. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't believe it, man. I couldn't believe it. It was. A- yeah. Can you spell scumbucket? <laughs> Do you know when it's scumbuckets? buckets? I bet you do. <laughs> what? I like it. He goes,
0: I like, do the thing where he goes, this is how you answer the door in my neighborhood. This is
1: how you answer the This is how you answer the door in my neighborhood, boys and girls. Who is it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. I want to be friends with Eddie.
1: Oh, my, dude. It's one I would of love my, to be it's friends. It's one of my life goals. I would hang out with him, man. You know what, man? There were times where I felt like maybe I should say something like, yo, Ed, can we hang out? But I was always I'm gonna afraid try, to say man. things. I'm going like, to try, man. I'm going to try for us. And there have been times where I've hung out where I've been around him and I've could have said things like that. And I was just so afraid because he is Eddie Murphy and the last That's thing I want is to be him. a stan. I don't want to be a stan to Eddie Murphy, but I really want to be a stan because all of the comedy that I freaking do now really comes from, it stems from him. Him and Course. Richard Pryor when I was, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Delirious. Nah, if it's, you've never seen Delirious, the standard Raw, back.
1: not just a Delirious. No, no, Ra- no forget even...
0: Raw. Delirious was the jam.
1: You could say Raw because it's not PC anymore, but Raw was freaking no, fire. Just, raw Delirious was good, was fire. Delirious is fire too,
0: but- Delirious, when I saw Delirious, I don't know what year I was able to see it. It was I, I definitely was young, and I knew I shouldn't be watching it because it was so R-rated, but I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life.
1: Raw is one of the umfufu, half- <laughs> All Eddie, of that shit. Eddie, man. I want half. I want half. I want what's coming to me. That shit is one of the funniest things. I don't give a fuck. Last week, you was butt naked on a zebra. That shit is one of the funniest things, dude. I don't give a fuck what you say, man. Raw is one of the funniest. Oh, my gosh, man. Eddie. The, Eddie. <laughs> oh, my God. Alright, Let's focus. There's a let's bunch focus. of African people that are like, fuck Eddie Murphy, man. <laughs> Suck
0: right, my Craig. dick, Eddie. Yeah. Let, suck my dick, Eddie. Let's focus. Craig, what's your question for us?
5: I, I have a couple questions, and I also have some, uh, if we have time, some trivia for you guys. Um, all right. Go oh. ahead. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to just to start out just like, uh, you know, throughout this podcast, and, and to let you guys know, I've been trying to binge listen to this. I'm only halfway through season two of, of the podcast, so if these right. questions have already been asked,
0: right, uh, forgive me.
5: But uh, I would keep having questions while I was listening, and you guys later ask them where they'd be sad that they wouldn't be more, no longer possible. And uh, when you guys first came out with the jingle, I thought how great. First of all, outstanding jingle. It you know puts a pep in my step every time I hear it. But mm-hmm. I thought yeah. how great it would be to have maybe Sam Lloyd's band do a, cup, a version of it. And then yeah, of course, unfortunately, he passed away. I'm like, ah, oh, oh. okay. But maybe they about could the do guy. one um,
0: without Sam as a as an uh, homage it's not to the him. Same, it's not the uh, same. I, not all the right,
5: same. yeah. But uh, and then moving on to then after that week after week, uh, you know, uh, Donald will be giving Zach giving you such a hard time about having never seen Remember the Titans. And so through my network of crew friends, I was trying to quarterback getting word of Denzel's camp to send you like a cameo style video, like ask begging you to watch the movie. I don't, <laughs> think, Den,
0: I don't think Denzel does cameo.
5: No, he's not on cameo. No, but I mean, through the people that I work with to get to him just to be Denzel to you the video. But Denzel would be so like 100 grand for a video. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> but my question is, is uh, for Zach, is, is a, it's a butterfly effect question. Do you think that had you seen Remember the Titans before you had cast Garden State, you would have given Donald the role? <laughs>
0: um, no, because I think Donald's hilarious, but I think I was
1: How to two of you were trying to be as far away from Scrubs as possible. I was I mean. was. I of uh... course I was.
0: With my first big opportunity to to act slash direct in something, I I I you know, I didn't want to be pigeonholed in Scrubs and only be thought of as the guy from Scrubs. So when I got my my first big gig separate from mm-hmm. Scrubs, I didn't then want to cast my best friend as as the right as the guy in the movie, because I was trying to separate the two. Um, and, you know, I, I also pictured that character that method man played just, you know, different from Donald, like, you know, more of a hard fucking intimidating. Wow, you know, guy. you break my heart. I actor. know you can play <laughs> I'm an hard. Actor. I'm t- an actor.
1: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know what? And this, this has followed me my whole career. And it's, it's funny that this is the reason why Zach did it. When I was a kid, I was up for Bronx tale or Bronx tale, right? And I remember De Niro had me do the table read. I got to meet everybody from the freaking, from from Goodfellas pretty much was there. I was like, holy shit, it's the cast from Goodfellas here. You know, pretty much. I did the table read, and then we're auditioning people for Collogio, and I freaking, uh, you know, uh, do the readings with, These kids, and I'm thinking I'm a shoo-in for the part. Do you know what fucking De Niro's note was and why I didn't get the role? He was like, he's too much of a Cosby kid, meaning I was too much like one of the Huxtables. I was too much like one of the Huxtables. So when this is something that has followed me my whole career. This is why I probably don't do a lot of action movies. This is probably why I don't, you know, because I'm too much of a nice guy, and I'm not hard enough, just like Zach said. So you know what, Zach? (laughs) Fuck you, man. Fuck you and fuck anybody who thinks like you, man. Fuck all y'all. Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck oh. you. All right. It hurts. Well, I'm wanna... out. I'm out. Well, that's God turn. bless.
4: <laughs>
1: Sorry uh, about thanks, that. Thanks, thanks a lot, Craig. Oh, no. Uh,
0: I... oh, no. We'll be back. Uh, I, he probably has to take a hit of uh, weed. <laughs> Sorry about
5: that. That was not my intention to. Uh, <laughs> send,
0: send <laughs> it was him pretty out funny, below. though. That was not right,
1: uh... <laughs> the look I was going for. Um, I, I I couldn't stay away.
0: Okay, uh,
2: <laughs>
0: I want to say that the same goes for myself. I, I, I there's roles I wouldn't. Ca- I'm not gonna. If I was making a, a movie with with a mob's boss, I'm not gonna cast myself as the mob boss. Donald, you have decades of being a likable guy that people love, who's comedic. Of course, you could play hard. Of course, you could play a tough guy, but. There's so many other actors that it, that comes as naturally to them as you being lovable and likable is. I I, I don't know why I wouldn't hire them or I don't know why someone who was casting.
1: But don't you think the same thing goes
0: for me? No one's going to cast me as the fucking assassin.
1: You don't know that you've never put yourself in those shoes. You've never ever fucking walked that walk to, to see if you could play that. So you don't know what the fuck, you know what I mean? You've never been given that opportunity if somebody if you had the opportunity and you failed miserably, then I could totally understand i totally if, i it. feel like if
0: I got the audition to play like a tough Italian gangster, I would say i this isn't no, but that's bullshit
1: me. because there's no work, there's not a lot of work when it comes to the audition part. The audition for it, yeah, you're gonna go and you're gonna give the best version of that that you possibly can, but you're not freaking. Opening up the 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 book on the character, you're not creating something. You're not diving in. You're not doing what you did when you you know when you worked with De Niro. You're not doing that stuff. You're for an audition. You never know what it is that you're gonna that you're able to reach until you're given the opportunity. So how would you how would you know how that's the that's the that's the freaking judging a book by its cover shit that a lot of Hollywood does, and there's the reason why a lot of actors are pigeonholed. Because people are like, you know what? He can only play this character. But you don't know that you haven't given the person another I chance think to the bring blessing and
0: the, the, the curse that goes with the blessing of being on a show for a decade is that you do get pigeonholed a bit, for better or for worse. It's true, it's honest. It's people do go, oh my God, that's the funny, gregarious, charming, lovable guy. Um I'm not saying people can't break out of that. Of course they do. Look at Brian Cranston. He was the, the lovable dad on Malcolm in the Middle. But um, but it's a challenge, and I'm 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 sorry if. Um, no, I'm not. I'm
1: being I'm being facetious when I'm 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 being funny uh, because I'm. No, actually, but I obviously because I've actually something that's upsetting. No, but you. I've actually no, but I've actually been given opportunities to do things like that, and I think I've done a pretty good job, or I've had an, a a good time creating whatever character it was that I did when making said opportunities. Um, but uh, my my my. My point is, is that thinking like that isn't going to get anybody, and it's not going to get you anywhere. So to say you can't play that, you don't think anybody would ever hire you. That you put, it's like the I'm white saying, board. I'm saying
5: if, if you
0: were, if you were casting a movie, you're directing a movie, right? Right. And the role is for a 45 year old hard ass. He's maybe, maybe he's connected to the mafia in some way. He's fucking. He needs to be intimidating. You okay. need to. Have, let me just finish my thought. You're not going to call me. You shouldn't call me. If you called me, I'd be like, "Dude, what are you doing? Hire fucking Bobby Cannavale.
1: What are you doing?" Go. I'm sorry for you, man. Then I <laughs> don't no, I don't know, man. I I disagree with that. I think I think you I think you have the potential to play anything if you tap if you are willing to uh stretch out with you know, uh, I want to say your feelings, but then you're going to say I'm talking about Star Wars. I want You know what I mean? If you're willing to put the work in and stuff like that, you know, it's there. Anything's obtainable, especially in this. This is a craft. It's not, you know what I mean? People work really, 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 really hard once they're in the door, and it sometimes pays off. You know what I mean? You're in the door. If somebody gave you an opportunity like that, And it was a sick ass role. I don't see why you wouldn't say, "Fuck it, I'll go for it and and try your best." Instead of coming at it as you're picking me, me, really me. You think I could do that? Fuck that shit, man. I'll, you know, that's that's held me back so many times in my in my career, dude. I know. You know, you get auditions and you look at and you're like, I don't know if I can do that. And all of a sudden, that makes it. You've already lost the. You've already lost the part. You know fuck that shit, man. Go at it as you can do anything. I, I don't know, man. I, I know I you. sound like I'm listening. No, I love no, you, bro. I, I, love I love you bro. And I think, and I, and, and I think, I think, I think we are all capable of incredible things. And because of that, I really uh, believe that you're capable of doing, you know, things that you say you don't believe you can do, but only well, if you believe.
0: You. I hope to to play a hard <laughs> ass soon. Craig, well, do you have a question that won't get us
5: into a fight? Yes. I apologize for that. Um, <laughs> Uh, I guess. Well, I've got a question for both uh, uh, Danielle and, and, and Joel as well as, as one for you guys.
1: It's It's Danielle. Danielle. Sorry, ten, It's, it's a you. name
0: that
5: doesn't exist. But,
0: it's because of uh, uh, people misreading his email. That's why we call him Daniel. Gotcha.
5: Well, sh- should I start with them or start with a? Okay, we'll, we'll start with them. if that's all Thank right. You friend. Um, you know, being a, uh, on the producing side of a lot of shows, like I was talking about, it's always interesting for me to meet the people or to figure out the, the, the paths people have taken on the production side that got them to land to where they are now. And I know when you guys have your guests on for the first time, you always kind of ask them that question. I was kind of curious about the two of you. Well, wow. like how we got to being producers. Well, is, it, well, no, as far as, as doing the engineering or producing shows, like what shows did you work on, which led you to another show, which led you to this? or Oh, it was just oh, oh yeah, like I it? could
4: do that real quick. Yeah. Um, I was working at after buzz TV doing five after shows a night. Which oh, wow. led me to Collider doing a lot of their Jedi Council things. Um, you
1: worked on Jedi Council. I can't believe it. I did. I made
4: guest appearances there and I did the down as a Night Sister. So it was like very on brand. Uh, and then my good friend Danny Fernandez, who worked at iHeart, was like, yo, you should come do script notes for my show, which Daniel was uh, doing the engineering and editing for. And then Daniel was like, hey, Jack, who is our boss, you should hire this girl to produce. And that's how I ended up here.
5: Awesome. here we are. And, and Daniel, were you always doing producing uh, engineering like this? Or did you ever do studio or live music or anything like that?
2: That's so funny that you asked. Yes, Craig. Uh, before, <laughs> uh, the reason I asked about your venue is because I was wondering if I had played there. I used to be part of a DJ producer duo called Gladiator. And we toured the world for the last like 10 years. Uh, after that stopped being super profitable, I started looking for... Uh, work in places that also use the skills of audio editing and everything that I've been doing and cutting audio. Um, I taught at a couple different DJ schools around Los Angeles. Um, there was a posting about openings at iHeart, uh, or at the time, it was How Stuff Works. They were opening their new LA office and they were starting a new comedy branch. So I submitted, I interviewed, and uh, yeah, and now I'm here. And, here uh, we are. Started started just working on one show to editing three shows to editing and engineering four shows to producing a show to uh, getting asked to drop off some equipment at Zach and Donald's place and now here we are.
1: <laughs> it's so really awful. interesting, you know. I don't think either one of them thought that this was going to be their job. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Yeah. And 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 what's crazy is that they were both on a show together at one point before this, doing something similar talking about a subject that they were very interested in am I correct like you That's guys were, you guys were both personalities on the on the air right
2: that show I never was. got released but oh yeah well joel Joel was the show that we did together had not been released yet
3: oh okay. I guess you
4: were cheating out because you were doing the video game recaps and and our awesome soundboard. The show oh, Man We have to talk about that show It
3: a whole
1: lot of fun See now you guys Got fun. your little inside jokes And I'm not really feeling it Let's get yeah. into that <laughs> Um <laughs> Okay Um uh.
0: Joel, would you make a note that the Craig, guests? Should not I'm going to be ask. honest with you.
1: Yeah, Craig, you're very divisive, man. You are yeah. a divisive. <laughs> Joel, if caller. you can just make jot sure down just a, a note that,
0: that all the guests need to ask solely about Donald and I, please. Yeah, okay, that's, <laughs> that's it.
1: No more, no <laughs> more of this. None of <laughs> this. Tell us about you guys both. You are a divisive <laughs> caller, Craig. All right, Craig, you're pushing. Time buttons. to fix your life, even though you've ruined
0: ours. Oh <laughs> no. Well,
1: well. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime.
0: Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the Buds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise-canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise-canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas, only at tacovas.com.
1: 18 plus ready on the count of three it's <laughs> time, time to, to fix, fix your, your life. life
0: keep the disarray do from last week Daniel Mm. Raw, 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 raw.
2: i'm
5: not familiar with this segment <laughs> oh it hasn't come
2: out oh my yet. gosh that's right it has <laughs> it hasn't aired yet but uh <laughs> that's there's... so funny we had a Doo for
4: the reason well, i chose craig was because he had trivia questions we talked forever ago about doing potentially more trivia what it was like and i really oh, so liked let's... the trivia questions he had. so we're not yet, doing Picture your show. life we're
0: doing trivia we don't have a trivia uh, uh theme song
1: Let's
3: get into it. It's wow. time for Scrubs
0: Rubs Trivia! <laughs> still with Disredo. Still with
5: <laughs> now I feel like I'm missing out on, on fixing my life, but that's all
0: right. Well, all right, yeah. <laughs> right okay. Whatever that big problem was, it's fucking yeah. not going to get you. Now. All right, <laughs> okay. trivia, go. About now?
1: You uh, trivia.
5: I've, got, I've got two questions for you guys. Um, the first one is, who was the only actor... That had a story arc in both Scrubs and House.
1: First of all, I've never watched an episode of House. In my I my watched I didn't House. think that I
5: didn't think he was going to have this one. I thought Zach might have a uh, uh, an answer.
0: Just for trying to think of who Heather Graham. Oh uh, wait, no wait, wait, wait! I got it. Michael Weston. That's right.
1: Nailed it. Wow. Well done, Sam. well done, good job, Zach. Good oh job. my good God, job. that was a Way deep pull. Uh,
0: Michael Weston played Private Dancer uh, on our show, if you recall, and he also did a big arc on House. Also did a really scary, fucking career-making arc on Six Feet Under, if you remember that show. Uh, he was a very, very, very scary character that encountered Michael C. Hall. All right, go ahead. I, I'm winning. Uh,
5: okay, you are winning. Uh, the next one is. Besides Donald and rerun, what other guest star that appeared on Scrubs was also the inspiration for a dance craze?
0: Besides Donald and rerun, what character appeared on Scrubs inspired a dance
5: craze? Hold on. Now my money's on you, Donald.
1: Because I gotta get it. Cause I gotta get this right.
5: Is it Billy D? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Uh, dance craze. I don't know. I can't. I don't think. know. I don't know. I Who is it?
1: You. Oh, It would be
5: uh Courtney Cox as the inspiration for the Carlton oh, dance.
0: The oh, the Bruce Springsteen.
5: What? She inspired yeah. the Carlton, she inspired the Carlton that we all oh, love that's so much. In right,
1: the, the, the Bruce Springsteen, you mean, you mean oh, wow. the white people dance? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> no, but
0: in the Bruce Springsteen video, he pulls no, no, her no, no. up out stage.
1: on stage. Well, let's is that before Molly Ringwald in The Breakfast Club? because she does the same dance in The Breakfast Club. Oh, so you're saying
0: that all white chicks dance the same, Donald?
1: I'm saying all white people did that <laughs> dance first, and that's why Carlton was doing it, because Carlton was supposed to be the white black guy on the uh, show. Right.
0: Oh, well, um, wow, good trivia. Do you have another one?
5: Um, As far as trivia, uh, that was it for trivia. But okay. I, a, quick, a quick question was, and this always kind of bothered me about, uh, I hope this isn't another divisive question, but it was when you guys figured out uh, the name of the janitor, as Glenn Matthews, that kind of threw me on a uh, curveball because the episode where you saw him in The Fugitive and you kind of flipped out, I'm like, well, why didn't you just watch the credits? <laughs> well, know? Bill has an answer <laughs> for
0: this, um, mm-hmm. that he... This
1: was a rid- I think we, we, didn't, we never shot it, though.
0: I just know that, uh, I think Bill said on the, our podcast, didn't he say that Glenn Matthews was lying when he was in The Fugitive and, and came up with a fake name, Neil Flynn? Oh, I see. Because he's always lying about what his name is. But his real name is Glenn <laughs> right. Matthews. Uh, there you go, Donald. Uh, Joel tells us, sorry, uh, Daniel tells us that Dancing in the Dark came out one year before the Breakfast Club. So Molly Ringwald got her moves from Courtney Cox.
1: Wow, Courtney. Uh, get it, girl. Get it, girl. There it is. Get so it. Courtney it, really
0: uh, set a dance trend that reverberated for many <laughs> decades. Oh, you want to hang around while we keep talking
1: about the show? You can. Uh, no, sure. I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, Imagine absolutely. I, 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 I can't wait for the guest that's like, you know what?
2: I got a full no. laundry. I'm going to
1: get here. out of here. It, really out of here.
5: Quick, was there, was there any guests or special guests uh, that you guys really wanted
1: to get on the show that weren't able to? You guys did such a great job of getting mm. I wanted <laughs> Spike <laughs> Lee to direct. I knew Spike Lee was a fan of the show, and I really wanted him to direct oh. the show. I wanted him to direct it mm. so bad, and it never worked out. That was, that was, and then Jamie Foxx also. I wanted somehow to get Jamie Foxx on the show also. I remember saying it to him and he was like, yeah, I'd be down. Uh, But it never worked out. And Dulé Hill as well. I wanted Dulé on the show. And Holly Berry. That was the other one. I really (laughs) wanted Holly Berry on the show. More than anything, I wanted Holly Berry on the show.
5: (laughs) Zach, anyone for you?
1: Um... I, don't, I can't
5: remember. I don't think so. I think everybody everybody I could think of came on. I out. mean, the guests you got were incredible. You covered yeah. almost every, all my favorite shows growing up, and, you know, you represented one way or another. It, it was incredible. In fact, Scrubs, I think, was the last show that I remember watching, like, on a schedule. Like, you know, now you can just binge watch everything, but right. that was one of those yeah. I'm like, oh, it's Thursday, you know, got to you know plan my schedule around it to watch that week by week, but, whereas now you can just burn through the whole thing and, you know, Few days and just rip through the whole series. But all right, we're gonna finish
0: yeah, talking about this show because, and you're allowed to hang out because. uh um, Thank you. You seem like a nice person.
1: Um, <laughs> okay, Turk there, is uh, yeah. a boob man. This is for real, for real. Because he's watching his wife breathe in and out and looking at them boobs. Yeah. And then he's she like, tur- well, "You best be nice to my cousin." What was the cousin's name? I don't remember. Umfima, something like that. You best be nice to my cousin Umfima. Yeah. <laughs> That's me rolling. Now, she,
0: she turns into a sort of a bridezilla.
1: Yeah, kind of, sort of. Uh, she
0: Well, she, she goes crazy over this wedding. She's, yeah, she gets her in did, trouble did Casey, with it. Did Kay, the, your wedding, which was thrown magically in my backyard, did did the last couple of weeks, did, did Casey turn into a bridezilla?
1: No, she never really turned into a bridezilla. We had a wedding planner who helped out with everything. Mm. And so. Stress levels were really low in uh, our wedding planning, and in planning our wedding. Like, uh, but yeah, I, I, I've seen. I've seen, Casey's not that type of person, also.
0: Mm. Well, I'm sure a lot of listeners can relate to their partner going a little batty before the wedding. It's a lot of pressure. What if there's a? Yeah, but I don't f- get
1: that. I don't get. I get that it's supposed to be this party that you only get once a day. But why do people go crazy like that? Like, why does it got to be? Joelle go yes. ahead Joel, everyone's go raising ahead. their hands today yes I right, call on <laughs> <Yeah. in> Joel.
4: <laughs> thank you Zach um for many years this was the only day women could look forward to the only thing you were allowed to do in life was get married if you were lucky you had some say in your partner but everybody knows that's the bride's day so if you didn't get to choose your partner at least you got to choose the party like the whole dream dress thing so like I think the closer it gets to the day a lot of women are like well it's got to be my perfect magical day that I've thought about for 22 to 65 mm-hmm. years I yeah. want to get it right and I think it's just the pressure and stress of it that makes some ladies and you know guys too go a little a little over the top
1: do you have a wedding journal Joel already
4: oh God no
1: I don't want to
4: wear white that's all that's the
1: weirdest thing I've ever heard of in my life it's like a wedding journal well how long have you had your wedding journal? For, since I was eight. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Really? You've been Some thinking about really getting married since you were eight years old? Some That's you know, women life.
0: women grow up with these um princess, you know, fantasy tales, and they and they they long for their princess moment where they are in the gown and everyone's looking at how beautiful they are and, and, and they get to perfectly curate this one day. And I guess there's a lot of pressure for it to be perfect. But since you were eight?
4: Yes, and younger, Donald. You're the, it starts, and um, Barbie has a dream wedding gown, like, every year. <laughs> like, it's a big, I wonder if my daughter's right thinking here. like
1: that right now. I wonder if my five-year-old daughter's like it when I Let's get ask married, her. Go, or, go no, ask get, her. Get out of here, man. I Come don't on. want to find out. <laughs> I want to know if she's thinking that shit. Get out of here, man. All
0: right. I just, <laughs> thought, we, we, I just thought we could do a, a survey of. of, of... You want to find out?
1: Let's find out. She right. just got yeah. out of school.
0: Let's find All out. right. Let's ask her. <laughs> you know, we try and always go to the, the experts in every different area. Why not go to a young girl and ask her if she's thought at all about her wedding?
4: I really want to know. <laughs> I feel like I would have had very clear ideas about how I wanted to be married at five. Because what else did I have time to think about, you know?
0: Right. Well, Barbie helps put it in your mind, right? Barbie, yes. That whole doll world and the dresses and
4: absolutely and trying
0: to look good for Ken.
4: Every rom com I watched with my mom, All Seven the Brides rom-coms. for Seven Brothers, really did a number.
1: Okay, hey, you got oh, to be a big girl and listen. You. Okay. Hi, darling. They're how you ask doing? question
4: Sit Dad. down.
0: Hi, Wilder. It's good. Daddy's Hi. gonna ask you a question. Go ahead, Daddy.
4: He can't hear you, Wilder. Do you ever think about like your wedding?
1: Get close to the mic so they can hear you. Hmm. Okay, ask Zach uh, Wilder.
0: We're we're wondering if little kids ever think about their weddings. Have you ever thought yet about when you're older and you get married? Have you ever thought about the wedding?
3: No.
1: Okay. <laughs> Girl.
0: <laughs> Do you ever think about the dress that you might wear one day at your wedding? Yes. Okay, tell tell us about the dress that you might wear at your wedding.
1: Hmm. What does it look like? It's white. Okay. Yes. It's just white. You don't know. You think your wedding dress is gonna be white? Why is your wedding dress gonna be white, sweetie?
4: It's because that's what mommy dress looks like. Yeah,
1: because
0: mommy's dress was white. Do you want to I'm wear sure. mommy's dress? The same dress? Yes. Oh.
5: That's so sweet.
0: I don't know, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Don't laugh at us, Wilder. Wilder, amazing. sorry. All right,
0: Wilder, thank so you. Sweet. Successfully thank you, answered Thank you, Wilder. Thank, thank you, Wilder. You. Tell Daddy to give you five dollars. <laughs> <No, no, no. laughs> <laughs>
2: you gotta give her a
0: payment for being on the podcast I will get ten hundred dollars. Ten hundred dollars. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All <laughs> right, so good so negotiating. You're negotiating.
1: Laugh. It's killing me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give that girl ten hundred dollars. Give it. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Fine. Whatever. I love you, babe. Bye. No, you're done. Um, no. No, you can't walk <laughs> out. Did she walk <laughs> away with the headphones. <laughs> oh,
2: no.
0: All right. So there you have it. Little girls do think about their wedding style. She's already noticed she's gonna wear
1: Casey's dress. No, she only said that because you freaking. Coaxed her into saying. I that. didn't coax her. I
0: asked. Very, I didn't lead the questions, as they say. Yeah, you did. You
1: asked her. Do you, have, do you think about your wedding? And she said no. Then you said, Do you think about your dress? And she was like, It's going to be white. Do you know what color your dress is going to be? She said, It's going to be white. And then you asked her why. She said, Because my mommy's dress was white. That all. That's not. That's not her thinking about her wedding. That's her just remembering. Oh, my mom has a white dress. So you're saying
0: that I was leading the. The witness.
1: There's no way that she knows what she wants to get married in or anything like that, man. That's my She knows point. she
0: wants a white fucking dress, ass because lips. Because
1: her mom wore one dick face? I don't like you anymore. You know, your face is shaped like a dick, okay? You know, your lips are shaped like
0: two anuses exploded.
1: Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? You know, you did this to us, Craig. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Craig, no, Yo, Todd just,
1: getting kicked out of the OR. Did you laugh?
0: Yeah, that was funny. But I also laughed at me calling Sean a full-lipped bastard. <laughs> because the janitor said something like, "You can't compete with that guy. Look at his full lips." And then he comes over and I go, "Full-lipped bastard." You don't want Scott Foley being the other man in your relation in your uh, love triangle.
1: This also made me laugh. Why are you still here? The hospital doesn't sell cigarettes. <laughs>
0: What about when J.D. says to Danny, like, do you want to have sex? And she's like, fine,
1: Right? don't don't
0: talk. They hate each other.
1: <laughs> they hate each other. What's great is that she, she nails it, though. J.D. wants what he can't have. That's always been his thing. I
0: know, but it's so evil that fucking Elliot changes her whole life for him. And she gets there and, like, cuddles up to him. And he's like, oh, no. What have I done? What have I done?
1: Does the relationship end once again by the end of the season? I the next think so. It must. Episodes?
0: There must be a big fallout right. at your wedding coming up i don't something know something like that right? i don't know um, I, think I think we did, we did it. it yeah it's an hour and a half we've given you an hour and a half of arguing and hopefully a few laughs
5: um we love you all we want to thank craig jenkins for craig coming jenkins, on the show thanks for coming on the show oh thank you guys so much for, for putting this together it's been uh, such a ray of sunshine during a time when we all really need it
0: Thank you, Craig. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, it's, it's, we we love hearing that. We love to attempt to take people's minds off things for, for 90 minutes or so. Um, follow and- Joelle on uh, the social medias. Joelle, tell them your handle.
4: I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique. That's J-O-E-L-L-E-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E.
0: And Daniel.
2: I love the rhythm of that. You can follow me on Twitter and at Twitch at DJ underscore Danil, D A N L. And follow Donald Faison because he still wants more followers. Dude, um, this
1: is ridiculous, man. Y'all said y'all had my back, and guess what? I know some of you did, but some of you don't. Some of you are hating. Don't hate.
0: Now, motivate. It's easy to remember Donald's handle because it's Donald Faison, but instead of the F, he was drunk, so it's an underscore.
1: <laughs> Donald
5: Faison, you know right? Your your Instagram handle is not a life sentence. You can
1: change. I'm never it. gonna change. Nah, <laughs> I did it. Listen, I'm guys, for you. If Stand you ever, by.
5: If you if you're having if you're having trouble
0: finding Donald Faison, the F has been replaced by an <laughs> underscore because he was drunk when he made it.
1: <laughs> and that's when you get what you get, and you don't get upset. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about show we made about
2: a bunch of doctors, nurses, and a janitor who love to hate. I said he
1: Tecovis will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tecovis.com.
0: Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S.
1: That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And point your toes west.
3: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?